And of course, don't forget the process of elimination in this competition. Pinfall, submission, or count on. It takes a certain kind of man to scratch, claw, and climb his way to the very top of the mountain. Speaking truth to power, this is Alan John's Ring of Tyranny. We are formed upon like no other, and no one can break what we have created. <laughs> Halt there, fair citizen, for I feel it is my duty to warn you that you are about to enter Alan John's Ring of Tyranny, a WrestleCast that once entered, brother, you may not be able to get out. Uh, so if you think you're up to that, if you think you're brave enough for some uh, experience like that, well, come on in and, and we'll treat you as one of our own. Uh, this is Alan John's Ring of Tyranny. As I said before, I am your host, Alan John's ex-emperor slash CEO of the Datafy Media Empire slash network, which was a growing uh, network, a growing online presence of truth tellers. Some may refer to it as conspiracy theorizing, but what we were doing was telling the truth. I mean, there were no there were no theorizing about it, and we had the documents to prove it. But this was a growing media operation. Uh, we had a AM radio show, a podcast, an online radio broadcast, seven days a week week, four to six hours a day, and we would bring the news, and uh, this was a growing thing. We had a community of truth tellers that were interacting with each other online. Everybody was becoming friends, and wouldn't you know it, a space alien from outer space that had apparently heard the show out there wherever he's from um, came down to Earth to disrupt it, and he, uh, he amassed a small insurgent group of rival truth tellers, which always seemed odd to me as, uh, you know, as far as, as far as I understand it, there's only one truth. He amassed this insurgent group in, in opposition to me, then uh, sort of rose up and destroyed our entire uh, media operation. The Datafight Media Empire was burned to the ground to ashes uh, where it remains today. Skin, uh, Skinner, uh, the space alien pretending to be a skinhead, um, kind of just left his group behind after revealing to me that he was a space alien and had, um, in fact, only come to Earth to steal my voice for a couple years, apparently. Uh, which he did, and I have been voiceless uh, in my recovery time watching, uh, returning to my first uh, original interest, which is professional wrestling, which is what we're going to cover now, because uh, my wife and I discussed it once my voice came back. Uh, we agreed I could return to broadcasting, which is something that's very um, important to me, very close to my heart. I'm a, I'm a born broadcaster. I've got it in my bones. I've got it in my blood. I come from a line of broadcasters, a uh, third generation at this point. And uh, we just basically decided we were going to leave the truth telling behind. We'll leave it to the experts like Alex Jones and, and Joe Rogan. And, and um, I'm just going to cover uh, the only subject I consider as dense and nugget or worthy of uh, inspection. 
professional wrestling. And so that's where you are, Ring of Tyranny. And uh, if you noticed, kind of in the spirit of WWE's fresh start, this uh, this fresh start initiative that's rolling across the entire industry, really, that's rolling across the WrestleCast. We got AEW is, is, is a first start, which is as fresh as it gets, right? So they got a fresh start. Uh, we got a fresh uh, intro song. Uh, don't know if you noticed. We got a new song there. Uh, thanks to Nick Lombard. It did, Leslie, for that. And uh, we got a fresh new logo. Um, depending on where you download this from, if you're downloading it from iTunes or uh, Stitcher, uh, now I believe we're on Podbean, Spotify, Last FM, so you can pick this up. You can find it if you just uh, look, hit subscribe on iTunes because we're gonna be we're gonna be doing this. We're gonna be uh, keeping this going. I'm having a good time, and it might be a little rusty, which is something I wanted to address. Um, I think with, uh, I've been trying to keep this show at about a 22-minute to 25-minute length, and this might not be a, a subject that any of you care about, but um, from now on, I think we're going to shoot for more of a 42 to 44-minute length, kind of moving away from that that Seinfeld, Big Bang Theory length to more of a Law & Order, uh, CSI Miami length, uh, which will hopefully allow me to focus in on some of these topics that I feel like I'm jumping from here to there kind of watching a clock countdown, kind of watching a countdown like it's an Iron Man match or a Royal Rumble. And it's distracting me, and I'm not making a lot of the points I want to make. I've listened back to a few episodes. Uh, the past few, thankfully, uh, Alien Free, uh, Skinner, uh, 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 let me finish explaining. If you're new to the show, Skinner, the space alien, who named himself Skinner, he affected the persona of a skinhead and named himself Skinner. He's got a deep uh, voice with a weird country twang. I don't know why he chose that. You'd have to ask him, but of course he is in outer space. Uh, where he is broadcast some of his laughter and other things that he's interspersed through the show. He kind of cut a promo on me a few episodes ago, if you could call it that. He ended up kind of complimenting me. It was really kind of a just kind of a complimentary message more than a promo. Um, but our producer, Bertie Brasino, has worked tirelessly and his algorithm is now seems to be working perfectly. So if you hear little bangs and blips and sound effects here and there, that's just what Bertie programmed to block out when Skinner tries to invade. Yeah, back to our Fresh Start uh, initiative here. That's Fresh Start for Ring of Tyranny. We got the fresh theme. We got the fresh picture. We're going to have a fresh new segment starting next week uh, with our producer, uh, Bernie Brasino, his brother, Donnie Brasino is going to bring to you um, a, a music review show yet to be named. So stay tuned for that. And um, uh, as I said before, just a warning, fair warning, this show, this episode might be about 45 minutes long. And if that's too long for you, I'm sorry. As I said, uh, once you enter, you might not get out. But um, hopefully that's going to be okay. We've been getting some great feedback from you guys at our email address, ringoftyranny at gmail.com. Keep on sending in those emails. Uh, although uh, I did, as I mentioned on the last show, we are getting a number of uh, kind of troll, fake uh, fake spam, silly emails where you guys are trying to pretend to be Skinner the Space Alien, um, who is no, even though he, I know he complimented me in that promo, whatever you want to call it, a few episodes, but he's no friend of the show. I, he hasn't earned my trust. I'm not going to let the the guy, well, he's not really a guy. He's a space alien. I'm not going to let the, the space alien anywhere near me. So I, I, and I said this as much before. I, I, you know, I, I'm telling you, you know, he can he can watch Nookie on his home planet and leave us alone. There's no there's no reason for it. And uh, for all of you uh, people, pretenders out there, pretending to be a uh, space alien in, in your emails, you're pretending to be a space alien that once pretended to be a skinhead. 
Uh, I just want to advise against that. I mean, pretending to be a space alien that once pretended to be uh, a, uh, a skinhead is kind of, I mean, his choice was already weird. So it's kind of extra weird that you're choosing to pretend to be a space alien that pretended to be a, a skinhead. Um, and I don't know what it says about you. And uh, of course, it doesn't really matter because I don't know who you really are. And, and, and uh, even though this is no longer a show where we do the truth telling, uh, you know, this is from... From now, this is a truth-telling free zone. We talk about wrestling here, but I will say about the emails at ringoftyranny at gmail.com. Um, if you want to pretend to be a, skin, a space alien that pretended to be a skinhead at one point, well, it's just my suggestion that you pretend to be something else, or at least pretend to be something or someone that pretended to be something better than that. Uh, there's lots of things you can choose from. I mean, this is a, this is a, you have the freedom to choose anything. This is free, just as free as free can be. So, yeah. Uh, choosing to pretend to be a space alien that once pretended to be a skinhead instead of choosing to pretend to be someone or something um, that pretended to be something a little more entertaining. I mean, even space aliens allowed. You have your pick of space aliens and you can pretend to be Marvin the Martian. You can pretend to be um, E.T. You can pretend to be a nice alien. You can pretend to be a good alien that people like instead of an alien that once decided it was appropriate to pretend to be a skinhead. Anyway, uh, send, keep sending those emails. Ring of Tyranny at gmail.com. Big announcement. We are putting the Patreon together. It is almost up. You can check if you want it up. Tweet or Twitter us at Ring of Tyranny. That's our Twitter handle. And right now, we're going to change it up a little bit. This is a new segment. It's a movie review segment with our uh, producer, Bernie Prezito, who has worked tirelessly to bring you this show and keep the laughter of the space alien that was pretended to be a skinhead skinner out of the show. So, everybody thank him for that. If you ever get a chance, you can thank him for it in the emails if you want. He, he gets to read them. So, uh, anyway, on to this new segment of the segment, uh, Bernie's Flick Picks. Thanks, Alan. And welcome, everyone, to Bernie's Pick Flicks. This week on Bernie's Pick Flicks, we're going to be reviewing the 1970-78 or 79 Sports film classic starring Paul Newman and uh, the guy from Strange Brew and Curb Enthusiasm. Slapshot. Slapshot is about Paul Newman who lives in, it's not Pittsburgh, it's kind of a fictitious Pittsburgh, I guess. I, I don't know if they say the name of the, maybe they say the name of the town. Anyway, it's a town that was built upon a steel industry that has left the town, it's the late 70s, early 80s, and uh, Paul Newman's asked to coach this team that needs a lot of help. There's not a whole lot he can do until he gets the recruits of the Hanson brothers, who are a trio of brothers with this uh, similar look of long hair and foggy glasses, kind of gangly dudes that prove to be pretty, pretty good when it comes to hockey. So they um, start playing their rough and tumble version of hockey, even though they play with toy cars at night, they're pretty tough, and uh, they get bloodied and beaten, and they entertain a whole bunch of people, and they're able to kind of uh, have a glimmer of some kind of spark of life in a dark time uh, for a town that used to have an industry that went away. Uh, might be a relatable story to some of us, I'm not sure, but like, it's a good movie, and it's really one of those movies, like, it's one of my favorites. I bust it out every year, which is what happened, and that's why I'm re uh, reviewing it for you this week. Uh, thanks for listening again to the show. 
I'm glad, even though maybe I hope those bing bangs and bobs aren't annoying, but I'm glad that, like, we've been able to block out Skinner. Unfortunately, we're kind of in need of segments, so we're not going to be able to block my brother Ding Dong Donnie's uh, music review segment next week. Be sure to listen to that if you have nothing better to do. Uh, back to you, Alan. Well, thank you, Bertie, for that uh, review of the, you said it, 78 or 79, something like that, uh, sports film Slapshot. Uh, It's a personal favorite of mine. It's kind of funny, kind of going through. I feel like you're, are you you getting these out of my DVD uh, binder? Did I not, uh, did I leave that behind and I don't remember it? And maybe you're getting these, because it's like we're on the same page with movies here. It's like we're watching the same, uh, you know. I mean, every week it's a movie I just watched. Uh, so, anyway, uh, thanks for the review. And, um, of course, folks, as you mentioned, we're going to have that new segment with his brother Donnie, Donnie Prezito, uh, doing a music review segment. That's going to start um, on the next installment of uh, this saga. So, um, with that, uh, you know, thanks for listening to the show, guys. And uh, let's get to this past week in wrestling. So I will be going kind of in the order, uh, well, it is the order of the shows that I watched this past week. Uh, we started with Impact Wrestling last, uh, well, we were recording uh, last Friday night, much as we are this Friday night. I plan to watch it again on Twitch. Uh, it's very easy experience. Uh, no commercials, just flashbacks to, uh, well, GWN app uh, flashback matches and flashback segments, and that was pretty fun. It seemed like uh, Callis and company put the put the, the, uh, the prime slabs, the greatest hits, flashbacks uh, up on the screen except for maybe a couple, especially the one that put me to sleep in the middle of the show so I didn't see the rest of the show and of course this new Impact thing on Twitch, the the catch is you have to catch the show when it airs on Friday night at 10pm, 9 central I believe, uh, which we're going to watch tonight because if you miss it, you can't um, you can't save the darn thing uh, to watch it later and then you've missed it for good so this could um this could backfire uh because um actually i might uh, be missing it here in a second if i don't speed up the show and like i said i'm gonna want to get into these segments a little deeper so that we can get kind of a more introspective uh extrospective no it's just a, a more inspective of our subject about professional wrestling and maybe we don't need to yell as much maybe we can kind of bring the tone down so we're not yelling as much i don't know sometimes i like to get into it sometimes i get a little hyper like when i'm talking about a space alien that's invaded my show i won't leave me alone and stole my voice and i got it back now finally but he keeps coming into the show it keeps coming in and out and he's putting his laughter in the show and i hope it's being blocked up and i'll never know until i listen to the show <sighs> so uh this episode of impact uh there was a lucha brothers versus uh rascals match this was desmond xavier and the Rascals member that is not Trey Miguel, uh, pretty good match. It was a good match. Uh, the, the Rascals went down. Of course, uh, Lucha Brothers stood tall, and that was enjoyable. Uh, we had a flashback to the Steiner, Scott Steiner math segment, the famous segment where Scott Steiner tries to tell Samoa Joe uh, how to do fractions and, um, you know, ends up sounding like a guy that uh, did, he couldn't couldn't teach a, a fish how to breathe underwater. Um... And, uh, oh yeah, there was a rematch between uh, Sammy Callahan and Willie Mack, and 
Willie Mack won this match, so I guess Impact wanted to give him a chance to uh, save face, maybe, I, I don't know, and he got his chance, and he took it, and he succeeded. Look, guys, I'm starting to realize that we're cutting into the time that I need to switch over to Twitch to catch Impact so that I can cover it for you guys next week, and, and since I can't record it, um, well, I can't put the show on hold, so I'm, I, I think I'm gonna have to break uh, my promise here, maybe the fresh start, uh, the full fresh start anyway, because we have the song. Anyway, I'm gonna try to speed this up to about 22 minutes here, uh, so I can get get out and, uh, and can, at least catch some of Impact, so I have something to tell you, because because this week I am awake and I, and I won't fall asleep this time. I won't miss um, the uh, Killer Cross uh, and, and John Morrison. Um, they're saying Ty of Valkyrie's hurt. What are we going to do, Ty? Where are Loga? I'm sure she'll be back soon. It looked like it didn't look like she got hurt too bad uh, when, when Cross threw her the other night, but I guess she did. Um, yeah, I, I need to get this down to a 20 back, uh, maybe back to the Seinfeld Big Bang Theory, uh, type length instead of the CSI length for this week, so I, I'm gonna kind of speed it up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of start talking faster, but I did fall asleep, um, especially for, so this is interesting, I do want to mention this, I mean, if you watch all these shows, uh, basically there was a segment on this Impact, um, show where Scarlett Bordeaux did a strip tease, um, didn't really make a whole lot of sense, but Scott Siner, uh, lo and behold, was there, and he, he was there to take the strip tease, and he took the, and he watched the strip tease in the ring, um, you know, this stuff is, it's kind of old school at this point, and, um, maybe there's a different, better way to present it, something more current, um, I don't know, but it was all across all the shows, uh, WWE seems to be dipping its toe back into Attitude Era, uh, sexy storylines, you know, maybe this is their, their big, uh, fresh start, their big change is to change back to what they did way, way before, instead of just before, or whatever the heck it is they're doing, um, I mean, anything's better than this thing where they just, uh, disregard, um, history their own characters history is actually anyway let's get on with the show i mean there's so many things to complain about really really my my big um takeaway from the week guys is is we should try not to be so negative i mean a lot of the news and a lot of the things uh we pick apart and we argue with each other about regarding this great sports entertainment that we all like to watch um you know it can get a little negative so maybe on twitter maybe with the trolling, we just need to, let's let's try to keep a positive face. I mean, a lot of what we're doing is pure speculation. So there's no need to get so wound up that you're tearing each other apart. Um, you know, save it for the ring. Save it for the ring. Uh, save it for us to do on Ring of Tyranny. You want us to try and tear someone apart? We'll send send an email to ringoftyranny at gmail.com. Uh, let's talk about ML Fusion. I'd like to dedicate most of the show to that. That's the show I've really been paying attention to. I, I like putting it on at night. And uh, there was some offsetting news. So we have the news of uh, all Elite Wrestling, of course, of being bankrolled by Tony Khan and his father, uh, who owned the Jacksonville Jaguars football team. They're bankrolling this thing. People are apparently getting signed to big money contracts that rival the WWEs, and that's great. But what happened to MLW this week was a travesty, and that is that ROH Ring of Honor signed an exclusive contract with Roosh, the luchador that was taking over MLW. I was really excited about Roosh. Um, I am not a huge fan of Ring of Honor. I'm not a huge fan of the presentation. I much prefer MLW. It, it seems a little more open. Uh, watching episode 39 uh, again, uh, 
lab of MLW Fusion was great. I, I didn't even really notice that the building they're in, uh, the architecture and everything is so cool. I believe it's a Scottish Rite temple in Miami. They filmed quite a few episodes here the past few episodes. I like to put this show on on YouTube and just let it roll. And I'll lay there uh, or I'll do something and just have it on in the background. And MLW Fusion is a show to go to. I think this show should already be our All Elite Wrestling. But anyway, I guess we're going to have this rival thing with a whole lot of money like Ted Turner. And we'll see where it goes. Well, I mean, I, I started watching Being the Elite and I thought that was interesting, but I also wasn't really entertained by it. So I stopped watching it and started watching MLW Fusion again. But I could see where maybe there's some different way to do this where we interweave uh, reality and and, and the uh, the guys that are wrestling, their storylines of characters, and uh, we interweave it, and there's not really writers, and it's kind of a reality thing like it used to be anyway. Uh, I think maybe um, MLW, uh, let's let's try to support it. And Rush has disappeared. I heard a lot of people uh, just calling him Rush, which is, of course, incorrect. It's Rush, and uh, he's great. And um, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch our Ring of Honor now. We'll see. It's a little too... <laughs> What's the word? It's a little like two eighties. I don't know. It's it's like a it's like a a show that was made in a prison. Anyway, uh, Raw uh, was strange. We all saw it. Finn Balor's got a chance against Brock Lesnar. Uh, my man Bobby Lashley won the Intercontinental Belt, so that's great. Because I, I, I like Dean, um, and I like Seth, but there's been a lot of them lately, and it doesn't seem like it's a fully fleshed out thing. I don't even really know why they're mad at each other, and I and sometimes wonder if they do. But Bobby Lashley and, uh, by proxy, Leo Rush are Intercontinental title holders now, and uh, that's pretty great. I, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. We have the ultimate David and Goliath story and uh, Finn Balor and Brock Lesnar that is set for Royal Rumble, which I'm real excited about already. I'm real excited to see it. Um, if you want my prediction, we're going to go a little deeper into predictions, but I'm kind of sensing a Balor uh, club formation here. You know, at this time where AEW is coming up and the Young Bucks and the Bullet Club and, and uh, WWE never really took advantage of uh, these guys' history, so... I can see them kind of trying to throw that in now that they're being threatened, now that the numbers are low, and now that a, a new uh, stranger has appeared in the town. Um, and, uh, of course, the NXT call-ups, that was a big subject this week. It was, it was fun to watch. I think I actually kind of enjoy the way that it was handled. Um, a lot of the WrestleCast uh, Twitterverse and whatnot seemed to not approve of it. Um, they had a very hard time dealing with Andrade Z and Almas becoming just Andrade. Uh, not a big deal to me. Um, you know, we're all going to save a little time, aren't we? Um, anyway, uh, interesting week. Uh, it goes without mention that there were segments on um, almost everything. I mean, except MLW, where you had kind of Attitude Era, women acting sexy, wearing sexy stuff, um... There was a kind of an atrocious segment on SmackDown where Mandy Rose lured Jimmy Uso into a hotel room, and he went, and uh, he brought his wife to beat up Mandy Rose, but Mandy Rose was kind of trying to seduce him, and then laughed, and said, why would I ever do that? And then a, a photographer came out to take pictures of Jimmy Uso reaching out to Mandy Rose, which had just made absolutely no sense. I mean, it was frustrating. I stood up and, and kind of yelled, and scared my wife and my dogs. And uh, it, it was just unnecessary. I mean, why would the photographer need to be there? Naomi and, uh, has access to a TV. She's going to see the segment, probably. I mean, 
It didn't make any sense. And then Alexa Bliss was walked in on by an intern. And, of course, Dosevich, old Dose, came out and, and kind of had a, a little spaz out uh, near Alexa Bliss. I, I think he maybe maybe he likes her. He seemed to be calling her pretty lady. Um, and, uh, you know, Tucker Knight, his partner, came out and tried to calm him down. I thought it was interesting the way they introduced the, the guys. I thought it would be a little more annoying if they did it the way we expected them to do it right. So maybe later on we'll look back and uh, see that this was uh, the way to go. I'm enjoying it. I enjoyed the Andrade C and Almas versus Rey Mysterio match. That was fun. Um, I enjoyed uh, a few of the matches this week, but I was kind of tuning in and out. I was falling asleep again. I mean... This stuff is not new. I, if anything, they're returning to the Attitude Era, which is even older than what you know the whatever they've been doing. So it's not really new. The old is new again. Blah blah blah. Braun Strowman's been kicked out of the Rumble. He's pretty obvious to me that he's probably going to win the Rumble. Um, and uh, as far as these women segments go, some people are really upset about them. Some people are saying, you know, we're set back twenty years. Whatever. Uh, I mean, stuff happened 20 years ago, so they're technically right. I guess that's what they're saying, but I don't know. This stuff will pass. Uh, it's kind of this boys' club stuff, and Scarlett Bordeaux, I mean, yeah, that's great, and there are plenty of people out there with the opinion that they should bring this stuff back so they can get some of the viewership up, and it seems that they got a lot of viewers, but I, I just wonder, and I wonder if MLW could maybe tackle this or maybe A&W with its... Uh, you know, it's got some of that social slant going to it with, um, you know, benefiting gun violence victims and whatnot. Maybe AEW can present women in kind of a balanced light that isn't through this lens of of uh, what's already been done. Anyway, um, I think uh, it was a pretty good week in wrestling. Watch MLW Fusion. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. We'll see if we can't drop an episode earlier than later uh, next week and expect a little time increase in a new segment from... Uh, Donnie Presido, keep being out there, keep watching the show, keep supporting the show, ringoftyranny at gmail.com, and have a good week. Alan John's Ring of Tyranny was recorded at a secret location in Texas. Uh, we thank you very much for listening. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to email BerniePresido at gmail.com or 3HorsesRadio at gmail.com. That's number three. Uh, thank you again for listening. Come back. There's going to be more episodes. Uh, we'll probably have some t-shirts and maybe some mixtapes coming out. At some point, we'll figure out a way you can donate. Uh, keep this ad free. And uh, Alan wants you all to know he loves his little warriors. And uh, he wants you to keep fighting the good fight.